0: Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to an episode of The View Report. It's your girl, Nora Natish and we have a lot to talk about. So the Rams did it. They signed Odell Beckham Jr., yeah, Odell the fish in LA living up in that beautiful sunshine state playing with the Rams who just got um Von Miller as well. So wow, but you know, it's crazy after signing Odell. I was like, hmm, the rich are getting rich, the Rams are just getting better and better, but not 100% true because. After obtaining Odell, the Rams did not win Monday Night Football at all. The um 49ers beat them 31 to 10. Mm. And in that game, Odell was not even the leading receiver. Mm. Yeah, then I think he only had Uh, Actually, let me go let you all know exactly how homie did. He had two receptions for 18 yards. He averaged nine yards in each reception. Hmm. That's not what I was expecting. I was not expecting way more because you have a team that I thought could shut down. I thought the Rams' defense was going to shut down Jimmy G, but they did not. You have a defense that every quarterback would be petrified to hit by. However, it did not show up in that game. So, do super teams work in the NFL? Because we all know, and I'm not saying, yes, I'm just saying, like, you put the players that can morph into a super team. I know that Odell, of course, wanted to go to L.A. It's like, why wouldn't you go to L.A.? Even though I think he should have went to Green Bay, I think that would have been the better fit. That better quarterback throwing the ball. We'll get to Mr. Green Bay in a little bit, but that would have been a better quarterback. However, they, um, he and him and his team decided LA was the better fit. But you're still not getting the ball. because so The thing is that people, when it comes to these professional athletes' contracts, especially receivers and like running backs to get the incentives in their contract. They need to hit a certain amount of yards. I personally don't know Odell's, um paragraph five con- um, contract. Yes. Y'all I'm using that CBA language. You see me, but I do know for a, a, a veteran receiver, he has a certain amount of yards. He wants, he has to hit so he can get those incentives and get that money. You need a quarterback that will throw you the ball. Matt Stafford is comfortable with Cooper Cup. Uh, he has to get more comfortable with Matt Stafford, and this game did not help that. So let's get to it. Matt Stafford he threw for two hundred forty-three yards, completed twenty-six at of forty-one attempts, had one touchdown, two interceptions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Darrell Henderson, um, Henderson Junior. He was leading rusher with five carries for thirty-one yards. Cooper Cup. Was a leading receiver with 11 receptions for 122 yards. Jimmy G. He threw for 182 yards, completed 15 19 attempts, had two touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell. He was leading rusher with 27 carries for 91 yards. And Devo Samuels was a leading receiver. who had five receptions for 97 yards and one touchdown. The 49ers pretty much ruled this whole game. And I was very confused because... The Rams have everything they need to be successful. They have all the pieces. However... No victory. It's very funny. Because... We thought automatically... I, I thought you got. I'm telling y'all when I saw that he's going to the Rams. Like, yeah, the Rams are about to go Super Bowl. It's set. It's happening. But no, actually, no, we don't know. It's still up in the air. Because last week the Rams lost the Titans 28 to 16 when they have Von Miller, and the Titans didn't have Derrick Henry. But still. Football, I love football because it's so dramatic, so exciting. Did you never know what's gonna come? So, let's get the week 10 rundown. So, Thursday night football game with the Ravens, uh, fell to the Dolphins 10 22. Dang, I didn't even know that happened. So, <laughs> Sunday night, Sunday football, go down, go down the games. Falcons got destroyed by the Cowboys 43 3. i sorry, the, Cow- the Cowboys beat the Falcons 43 to 3. I let y'all know right now. Jack Prescott threw for two hundred and ninety-six yards, completed twenty-four at thirty-one attempts, had two touchdowns. Tony Pillard had eleven carries for forty-two yards, and that good boy CD Lamb had six receptions for twenty—sorry, um, for, for ninety-four yards and two touchdowns. Matt Ryan he threw for one hundred and seventeen yards, completed nine at twenty-one attempts, and had two interceptions. Oh boy, that boy struggles. Wayne Gallman. He was leading Russia with 12, 15 carries for 55 yards. And Kyle Pitts. He had four receptions for 60 yards. Oof. Oof. Saints fell to the Titans 21 to 23. Jaguars fell to the Colts 17 to 23. Browns got demolished by the Patriots. 7 to 45. Goodness gracious. Hmm. Mm -mm. That boy, Mac Jones, is a little different. Mac Jones, he threw for 198 yards, completed 19 at 23 attempts. He had three touchdowns. His leading rusher was um, Rahandre Stevenson with 20 carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns. And Kendrick um, Bourne, he led in uh, receiving yards um, for four receptions for 98 yards and one touchdown. I'll make sure I made that say correctly. Stevenson, is 11 rushing yards, um, born in receiving yards. Let me try to say that. Case Keenan, he threw for 81 yards. completed 8 out of 12 attempts. <laughs> the, um, the, um, the Ern- um, the Ernest Johnson had 19 um, carries for 99 yards. And the Ernest also had in receiving yards for 7 receptions for 58 yards. Very, very pitiful game for the Browns. This is a bad, bad game. I don't know what's going on with the Browns, but that was not it. That was not it. Case Keenan, we already know he's not the guy. We know that Baker is, but we hope Baker gets better soon and comes back. But this is a mess. The Bills, oh, this game, guys, I'm telling you. The Bills and the Jets, this was a nightmare. Nightmare. This was an absolute nightmare because the Jets did not get nothing not happening until the fourth quarter, but the Bills destroyed the Jets for, like, most of the game. So it was 45-17 was the final score. The Lions and Steelers. I'm telling you, I am going to have a segment on my Apple um, that I just called the trash game of the week two. This was the most pathetic game I have ever Seen in football. I have never been so annoyed watching football. This was a rough Sunday. I'm going to be really honest, with y'all. This Sunday football was just either a blowout or complete Pythagoras. That's all I saw. It was either a blowout or complete nonsense. And this Steelers Alliance game, nonsense. It ended at a tie after overtime, 16 16. A whole lot of yuck here. Washington beat the Buccaneers 29 to 19, actually moving them up to the number three in the NFC East, making my girl Giants the bottom of the division again. The Panthers beat the Cardinals. What? The Panthers. Yes, they did. I forgot. Panthers beat the Cardinals 34 to 10. Talking about football news, Cam Newton is back. You guys know I love me some Cam. That is my baby, my other baby father. I love, 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 love some Cam. Cam came back on a one-year contract um, with the the Panthers and came back handled that business straight up. Baby boy, baby boy, you know, I, you know, I love me some Cam, y'all. You know, I love me some Cam. Cam actually, he had a one touchdown actually during the game. He um, completed three out of four attempts. He had eight yards, <laughs> yeah. but Cam was in there. But let's the real. Well, whoa, that okay, count bad. Let me just go with the, the leading board. Now, that count really bad. PJ Walker. He, was, um, he had 167 yards, completed 22 out of 29 attempts and had one interception. Christian McCaffrey he had 13 carries for 95 yards, and he also led in receiving yards with 10 receptions for 66 yards. Colt McCoy, threw for um, 107 yards, completed 11 out of 20 attempts and had one interception. James Conner, he had 10 receptions for 39 yards and one touchdown, and Christian Kurt led in receiving yards with Seven receptions for a fifty-eight yards. Okay, so that explains it a little bit. Kyle Murray was not playing, so that does make that make more sense. But Cam, it's great to see you back in the league. It's great to see you on a team. It's great to see you get some money, boy. Because I miss you. Okay. The Vikings beat the Chargers twenty-seven to twenty. The Eagles beat the Broncos thirty to thirteen. Another pathetic. Game here, the Seahawks and the Packers. I was very excited for this game, even though I literally thought that you know Aaron Ross has COVID, so why is he back after one week? Hmm, maybe the Wolves wherever he was taking made him better in a week. But still, I was just shocked to see him back out there. And to see Russell Wilson, I love me some Russell Wilson. To see him back out there. Made me very, very, very happy. However, I was just a little bit lost by the fact that that was not the rust that we know and love. The rust we don't love could get the thing running. That team looked a hot mess altogether. Everything just was not vibing at all. Seahawks have been struggling this year, but I was like, dang, you guys are really struggling this year, okay? So the the Packers beat the Sea, blew out the Seahawks seventeen to zero. They shut them down. Our Sunday night football game was a sight to see because the Chiefs seemed like they're trying to bounce back and get that um that momentum back that they were missing for most of the season because they beat the Raiders forty one to ten. Mm. And I was go to it. So Pat Mahomes he threw for four hundred six yards. Now pass back. He's back Completed 35 at 40 attempts And have 5 touchdowns That's Pat Mahomes The one MVP The guy He's starting to find Make a return Darrell Williams He led in rushing yards With 11 carries for 43 yards And Travis Kelsey Led in receiving yards With 8 receptions And 119 yards That's what I'm talking about Derek Carr threw for 261 yards, completed 25 out of 35 attempts, had two touchdowns and one interception. He also let in receive a rushing yards with three carries for 18 yards. And Brian Edwards, let in receiving yards for three receptions for 88 yards and one touchdown. Seems like the Chiefs are starting to make that comeback that they need to make to get back become a, a become the name again they, they once were. As I said that before, our Monday Night Football game, the Rams fell to the 49ers, 10-31. to 31. So right now, everybody, that is the football news. So when we come back, I will get into the NBA. And this is our last episode before the break. So I want to tell you right now, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I'll say it again at the end, but happy Thanksgiving. And we'll be right back. Hi everybody and welcome back. Again, if you're someone's ready to start a podcast but don't know where to start, here's what you do. Download the Anchor app. The Anchor app is where you can not only record your podcast, edit your podcast, add effects, make your podcast all pretty ready to be published and publish it all on the same app. You can do that only on Anchor and you can do all of that for free. Anchor is, what, is one of the best podcasts generating sites because not only can you generate your podcast, publish your podcast, but you can also send your podcast out to a variety of different podcast platforms such as Spotify and, sorry, Apple and Anchor themselves. So if you're ready to turn on podcasting dreams into a reality, just go on and download Anchor and you can make those podcast dreams come true. Okay, guys, we're going to shift gears to the NBA. We're going to start with Monday to talk about a few of their games and continue on from there. So the Celtics beat the Cavs 98 to 92. The Kings beat the Pistons 129 to 107. The Pelicans fell to the Wizards 100 to 105. A second about with the Wizards. The Wizards are very good this year. They're way better than most of us thought they would be. Let's all be honest. Because we did not think they were going to sink the way they have been. But they have. Props are have to be sent out to Washington. They are taking care of business and doing relatively a great job at it because right now they sit at the top of the Eastern Conference, which has been a very competitive conference so far this year and that is exciting, absolutely exciting so in this game, the Wizards actually were pretty much neck and neck with the Pistons, not the Pistons the Pelicans, and they were able to just pull out that victory in the end, but let's get to our leaders real quick for New Orleans, Brandon Ingram, he, he had 31 points, shot 9 out of 23 from the field, completed 11 out of 12 of his free throws. While Spencer Din, um, Dinwiddle had 27 points, shot 8 out of 20 from the field, and completed 7 out of 8 of his free throws. Josh Hart had 12 rebounds, while um Denny Avaja had 10 rebounds. Okay, out to Denny. And Spencer Woody had nine assists while Josh Hart had five. So let's go on to the next game. Shout out to the Wizards; they are just doing it right now. It's still really early. It's still very, very, very early, but we got some good basketball in the East. I'm telling you guys, if you're East, if, if you're like me and you're a team on Eastern Conference, we got some good basketball this year for sure. So then the Magic fell to the Hawks, one eleven to one twenty nine. The paces fell to the Knicks, 84 to 92. First, I want before I get into my next game, I want to talk about my next real quick. We have to do better on defense, Knicks. We got to. I need Julius Brown to play better D. I just need it because it's ridiculous how we always struggle and come up short in the third quarter. Every Knicks game. If you watch the Knicks, every Knicks game, once we hit the third quarter. If we're in the lead, we start to trail. That or that lead starts to become from lead to like they're right on our tails. That happens after, at, like in almost every game. Even when we're blowing out, it just for some crazy reason we're back to where we are. Okay, but however, Knicks were able to pull out this win. But still, the, that that defense must improve. And I know Tibbs is not playing. Tibbs is that coach that will make you run laps even when you guys win the game. Like, he's like, I don't care if you guys win the the NBA finals. You're going to run laps right afterwards. Like, that's how he is. That's the type of uh, coaching mentality. And I'm not complaining because as a former athlete, I remember having a coach who has run forever. But, hey, it be like that, you know? But Okay, pretty much, let's go Let's go to our leaderboard. We have Emmanuel Quickly with 16 points. He shot 5 out of 19 from the field, completed 2 out of 2 of his free throws. While um, Malcolm Burgon had 22 points, shot 9 out of 20 from the field, and completed 2 out of 3 of his free throws. Um, DeMontez Sabonis had 15 rebounds, while Julius Randle had 11. And Derrick Rose had 7 assists, while Mal- um, Malcolm Dragon had seven. Now to our next game. The Nuggets fell to the Mavericks 101 to 111. The Rockets fell to the Grizzlies 102 to 136. The Sun beat the Timberwolves 99 to 96. The Heat. Oh, the Heat are good. They beat the um, Thunder 103 to 90. The Raptors fell to the Trailblazers 113 to 118. The Bulls beat the Lakers 121 to 103. Let's talk about that game a little bit because the Bulls, they got a good team. I like this young heavy offensive team having gotten all of the ball, bro. I love to Lonzo. Lonzo has been doing pretty well. He actually in this game led an assist with eight assists. But let me actually you know what. Let me give the, the leaders while well, I'm talking about this. Because Russell Wilson Russell Westbrook led an assist with eight assists as well and Tony Bradley led with rebounds with nine rebounds and Talon Horton Tucker had eight six rebounds and he also led with points with a 28 point shot nine out of 12 nine out of 16 not out of 19 oh my gosh y'all from the field, and completed six out of six of his free throws. DeMar DeRozan, he was on fire with 38 points, shot 15 out of t- 23 from the field. He completed six out of six of his free throws. I just got to say about the Bulls. Oh, the Bulls are good. They are right behind the – behind um uh, sorry – Behind the Washington Wizards at this moment, on and as the we are in the conference, Eastern Conference, but they are doing it. They are handling that business, and Brooklyn on their coattails. So we gotta see how this is gonna go for the next week, rest of the week, right? And for the Western Conference, the Lakers are number seven right now. Which is not a bad thing because, you know, it's still the beginning of the season. Do not get hyped. That's why I tell people, don't think everything is already set in stone. There's, much, there's so much time left. But I'm just saying with a team like the Lakers right now, I expect a little bit better production. But, you know, yeah, beggars can't be choosers. Well, actually, we're not beggars. We're just enjoying the game. But we'll see what happens as we continue to watch this season. So Tuesday's games, the Warriors beat the Nets. We gotta go watch this game. because the Warriors are on fire. They are back, and it is noticeable. They um the Warriors, uh, Warriors beat the Nets one seventeen to ninety nine. So for this game, the game leaders are James Harden with twenty four points. He shot six out of thirteen from the field, completed ten out of eleven of his free throws. Steph Curry. Had 37 points, shot 12 out of 19 from the field. Completed four of four free throws. Curry was on fire. Curry also led the rebounds with seven rebounds. De'Ron Sharpen had seven rebounds for Brooklyn. James Harden led with assists with four assists, while Draymond Green had eight. This, pretty much, the Nets took a little bit of the of um, the bad mojo from the Knicks because they had a rough third quarter. The Warriors dominated the third quarter while the Nets could not keep up. Again, this game, pretty much the first half was pretty evenly matched. You know, the Nets were trailing a little bit. However, the game itself was pretty much even. The third quarter, the Warriors definitely came out with that secret stuff that Bugs Bunny gave out, and they took care of business. They Definitely shop in the lead, and in the fourth quarter, the Nets were trying to make a comeback, however, they were not able to fully catch up, and that's why the Warriors beat them 117 to 99. The 76ers, um, lost to the Jazz 85 to 120. Yikes, 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 yikes. That's a rough game. And then the Spurs fell to the Clippers, ninety-two to one hundred six. So let's talk. So right now, this podcast is being recorded. Yes, on Wednesday. I'll tell you why towards the end because I've been doing a lots of busy stuff this week, but that's why you got to get in this probably Wednesday night. You're gonna get it late Wednesday night. You're gonna definitely be, be able to tune in tomorrow morning. But right now, at this moment, we have the Wizards versus the Hornets in Charlotte. And it's the it's pretty much rolling into this. We're brilliant the second quarter. And right now the Wizards are leading 29 to 24. At the same time, we have the Pacers versus the Pistons. At towards the end of the 32 seconds left of the first quarter, the Pistons, sorry, are trailing the uh, Pacers 18 to 19. So that's what's going on currently. Um, I will just read off the rest of the games, but I'll let you guys know your Thursday games more. Um, the Cavs and the Nets that game, game will start in moments. So will the Pelicans and the Heat, the Magic and the Knicks, the Lakers and the Bucks at 8 o'clock, the Kings will take on the Timberwolves, and the Rocket will take on OKC. At 10 o'clock, the Mavericks will take on the Sun, the Bulls will take on the Trailblazers. For Thursday, so after you listen to your view report, of course, of course, of course, you can tune in to the Warriors versus the Cavs at 7.30. It's Thursday's game, guys. And then you check the Wizards versus the Heat at 7.30. Then at um, 8 o'clock, you can catch the Clippers versus the Grizzlies. The Spurs versus Timberwolves. At 9 o'clock on NBA TV, you can catch the 76ers versus the Nuggets. And the Raptors versus the Jazz. So that concludes your NBA update. I will give you guys, because NCAA basketball is back. Okay, okay. It's back. We got men's and women's basketball is back. So I will give you a quick rundown of what happened Tuesday because we already know the so games. And the best way to all of your NCAA action is by either I personally I stay. I have the ESPN app it's on my phone I have ESPN plus so I keep up what's going on that's how I let you guys know these updates so if you are a fan like me I'm a huge Villanova fan am I so I'm a fan of Villanova and I go I watch their games I'm you know guys I, I you guys know I love Patrick Ewing so I will tune in some of the Georgetown games and you guys know I live in Maryland, so you know I watch some of the Maryland games. But I I love watching me some Duke and Kentucky as well. So I love basketball, so that's why I watch y'all. So let me give you all the Tuesday rundown: USC beat FGCU seventy eight to sixty one. Howard fell to Villanova eighty one to one hundred. Wright State fell to Purdue fifty two to ninety six. Garden Webb fell to Duke. 52 to 92. Mount St. Mary's fell to Kentucky, 55 to 80. South Alabama fell to Alabama, 68 to 73. St. Louis fell to Memphis, 74 to 60. Virginia fell to Houston, 47 to 67. North Carolina beat um, Charleston, 90. 4 to 83. Seton Hall beat Michigan 67 to 65. And BYU beat Oregon 81 to 49. For Thursday, I am going to keep the update what's going on Thursday. So we will have um, Milwaukee versus Florida at six o'clock on the SEC network and ESPN Plus and Ohio State versus Xavier. Not the University of Louisiana, but Xavier in Ohio at six thirty on FS1. Stony Brook will be taking on Kansas at eight o'clock on the Big Twelve Channel and ESPN Plus. Friday night is also basketball night, so you can catch um Ohio versus Kentucky at seven o'clock on SEC and Network. You can get Auburn versus South Florida on at seven o'clock as well on ESPN Plus. 8 o'clock, you can catch Lafayette versus Duke. Also West uh, Western Kentucky versus Memphis and Oakland versus o- Alabama. At nine o'clock, you can catch Bellamere versus Gonzaga. At 12:30 a.m., you can catch Michigan versus University of Las Vegas on ESPN 2 Now, if I'm going to talk about my SWA, I gotta talk about by NCAA women's basketball okay so let's get to it so on Tuesday we had UMass low fall to Michigan 54 to 73. Mount St. Mary's fell to Maryland 57 to 98. Norfolk North Fork, Norfolk Fork State oh my gosh I always struggle with Norfolk Fork State fell to Indiana 42 to 72. Bellamine fell to Louisville 25 to 84. No, they got destroyed 25 to 82. St. Francis, um PA, fell to West Virginia 33 to 86. Those are the type of games I ain't want. Well, hey, no goodness gracious. Portland fell to Stanford 55 to 77. And the games look up, look, look forward to on Thursday. You can catch UNC Winging, Wingington versus Maryland at six o'clock, six p.m. and Iowa, Iowa State versus Drake at seven o'clock on ESPN Plus. Jacksonville versus Florida State will be on the ACC network and ESPN Plus. Uh, be at seven o'clock. At eight o'clock, we have SF Austin versus. Texas A&M. I'll be on SEC and now FSEC Network Plus. And at 10 o'clock, you can catch CSU Northridge versus UCLA. On Friday, you can catch Kennesaw State versus West Virginia. And this will be at 12 p.m. I'll be on the Big 12 channel and ESPN Plus. Kansas State versus North Carolina State will be at 7 o'clock on the ACC network and our last game of the night will be maris versus arizona at 8 30 and that is both of our ncaa men's and women basketball update whoo y'all and we got one more update we have we have our ncaa football update because oh man, my team ain't going nowhere this year, y'all. I'm okay with it. This is what it is. So, whew, for week let's um, go week 11's update real quick. We had North Carolina fall to Pittsburgh in overtime, 23 to 30. Cincinnati beat South Florida, 45 to 28. New Mexico State got demolished by Alabama 3 to 59. Michigan Michigan beats Penn State 21 to 17. Oklahoma fell to Baylor 14 27. Mississippi State beat Auburn 43 to 34. Northwestern fell to Wisconsin 7 to 35. Utah Beat Arizona 38 to 28. Georgia beat Tennessee 41 to 17. Purdue fell to Ohio State 31 to 57. Minnesota fell to Iowa 22 to 27. Southern Miss, uh, Mississippi fell to UTSA. 17 to 27, Maryland fell to Michigan 21 to 40. Texas A&M fell to Ole Miss 19 to 20, 29. Notre Dame destroyed Virginia 28 to 3. North um, Carolina State fell to Wake Forest 42 to 45. Arkansas ah oh, man. BLSU in overtime 16 to 13. TCU fell to Got demolished by Oklahoma State 17 to 63. Washington State fell to Oregon 24 to 38, while Nevada fell to San Diego State 21 to 23. Now everybody, let's talk about week 12. We got action coming our way. So Memphis will be taking on Houston's off Friday night football at 9 o'clock on ESPN 2. San Diego State will be taking on University of Las Vegas at 11.30 on the, on the CBSS Network. Our Saturday games, we're going to start with 12 o'clock, of course. We're going to go with Charlton. going to be taking on Georgia. You can catch on the SEC Network Plus. Michigan will be taking on Ohio State, which will be on ABC. Wake Forest will take on Clemson, which will be on ESPN. Iowa State will be taking on Oklahoma, which will be on Fox. Perry View will be taking on Texas A&M, which will be on the SEC Network Plus. Tennessee State versus Mississippi State will also be on the SEC Network Plus. Iowa versus Illinois will be on FS1 as a 2 o'clock game. Our 2.30 game will be Georgia Tech versus Notre Dame on NBC. And our 3.30 game will be on CBS, which will be Arkansas versus Alabama. That should be a good game, everybody. Also, our three. Also, start our three thirty line. We have SMU versus Cincinnati, which will be on ESPN. Michigan versus Maryland will be on the BTN network. You catch um, Nebraska versus Wisconsin on ABC. Virginia versus Pittsburgh on ESPN two. University of Alabama. What is UAB? That is a great question. But UAB will be taking on UTSA at 3.30 on ESPN+. Plus. BYU will be taking on Georgia um, Georgia South at 4 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Also at 4, you catch Syracuse versus North Carolina State. At 5.30 on FS1, you catch Baylor versus Kansas State. At 7:30 on ABC, you can catch Oregon versus Utah. Um, at an SEC network, you can catch Vanderbilt versus Old Miss. Our eight o'clock game, and our last game of the night, we get Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech on Fox. And that will conclude your NCAA football updates. I got everything in. Okay, guys. So we got a lot coming your way. Um this is episode number ninety-eight. Yes, y'all, I am two episodes away from being at episode one hundred. I am so excited about it. I have this amazing celebration planned, and it, for the next two weeks, we're gonna skip Thanksgiving week because it's Thanksgiving and it's all about vibes. Just from honest with y'all. But after Thanksgiving, we'll be back with another amazing episode covering everything that's been going on. Talk about some amazing football, I already know, and some great basketball. But I gotta say thank you to all you guys. I gotta do every week for just tuning in. Without you guys, I would not have gotten to episode number 100, which I'm two episodes away. I cannot wait. I just am so thankful for everything everyone's been doing. I am so happy to see so many people doing the See You Sweat Challenge at the MTMV podcast network has been hosting and I'm so proud to be a part of that challenge as you guys know you guys who have followed the Facebook group you've definitely been seeing me work out almost no I think every single day and been definitely getting in some type of cardio to see you sweat because at the end of the day yes it's holiday season yes it's a good time to eat and be comfortable and not have to worry about carbs or calories or whatever at the end of the day, we gotta make sure we stay healthy. And if you like me, I love holiday food. I can eat holiday food all day, every day if it didn't kill me, okay? But I will be, you know, not doing that. <laughs> but I, I'm just letting you guys know that this challenge is an inclusive challenge, all about just being positive and staying healthy and doing the best we can for our bodies and ourselves. That's what it's all about. And as you guys know, as you've been seeing and hearing me talk on my count down to 30, all of things about being that mental wellness and that spiritual wellness. So I am saying that I want you guys all to continue to do the things that you need to do to keep yourself spiritually, mentally, healthy. It is As you guys know, I'm recording on Wednesday. I do want to take a second to send my prayers and condolences to the family of Young Dolph. Young up Young Dolph is a Memphis rapper that was shot and killed today in his hometown. So I definitely want you to act like mental health is serious. Your protection, your aware, your awareness, and everything about keeping you safe is serious, people. It's serious. So as much as I want you to get on here and always have fun and joke with y'all. I want you also to continue to protect and be, be careful out there do the right stuff and continue to protect yourself and continue to fight this pandemic continue to fight all the situations that you are currently in all of us are dealing with different battles each and every day and i want all you guys to continue to fight those battles and not to give up and if you need someone to talk to need someone extra extra boost of you know inspiration or extra boost of just love and support i am here for all people i have continue to share my social medias which is nora N-O-R-A ora underscore natish n a t i s h where you guys can see all of that and can contact me get um get to know not get to know me if you want if you want to or if you just want to talk it's all available there also i by the time you most of you guys hear this it will be thursday <clears throat> november eighteenth that's is the day my godfather Robert Howard was born um Mr. Howard I call him big guy he has been my second father he's raised me since I was nine years old um just a light of my life I want to have birthday to him um those that know me know he passed away in 2017 due to um Liver disease, and I want I decided to honor him in several different ways. I do it every year. I talk about the giants, I talk about the awesomeness. However, this year, um, the one thing that I know he would love is to see what I do for the community because he's definitely a community supporter. He loves all people, he loves education, things that he and I both share deeply. So, I have teamed up with One Hope Wine to do a fundraiser for my foundation, which is the VL Foundation. And we are doing a fundraiser. So every bottle of wine, 10% of that purchase will go to the VL Foundation. And this whole thing, this whole fundraiser started on his birthday, November 18th, and it will go on until December 8th, which is the 100th episode. So that is another reason why I'm very, very, very excited about this collab but I really want you guys out there. If you can support, if you don't want to buy wine, if you're not a wine drinker. You're not a rosé drinker. You're not into alcohol at all. You can just donate straight on, on one hope, one hope wines website, or you could donate at the VLfoundation.org because all of your donations go to the one of our scholarships, which is in honor of Robert um, D Howard, which will uh, help a child go, um, be able to purchase books for college so every little bit helps as i've told you guys before as i've been doing running my foundation, since i founded my foundation every little bit has caused been able to cause such a positive response to every activity we were able to give a thousand dollars to a young lady in the in the dc D- D- maryland virginia area we were able to read do someone's entire classroom in the Washington D.C. area? We were able to provide a hundred kids with book uh, with our string bags, which they were they some are using as book bags. We were able to provide them with book bags slash string bags full of school supplies. We had binders, folders, pens, pencils, and COVID kits to protect them each and every day while they're at school. You're all that the things that you guys do help that run make these programs go and protect our community and impact our community in such a positive way so please 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 support this fundraiser and as we i'm preparing to adopt the family for um for the holiday season for definitely for, for our definitely our december winter season so as we continue to raise money for that as well please support us and continue to support the foundation and guys, that's it. Until next time, you guys gotta stay safe out there. Please, please, please watch yourselves with COVID and with the flu. The flu is back. Yes, it is. You guys know if it's not one thing, it's always another. But the flu is back. So please continue to protect yourselves. Continue to stay with your vitamins. Stay safe. Stay vitamin up. Stay protecting yourselves. Keep that whole just this stay because Flu and COVID is just a double whammy of just not the vibe. So continue to protect yourselves out there and be safe, y'all. Stay blessed. Bye.